My beautiful sister, I see you. You want so badly to be close to God and to grow in your faith, but your time is so limited and your motivation is just not like it used to be. You read your Bible sometimes, if at all. You miss those days as a brand new Christian when your excitement was so great and you were so on fire for God and his word. You wonder, what happened? Why did my fire die down? Yet, you still wanna get back up and keep going, but you don't know how to stay consistent in the word of God. Hey sister, I'm Rosie Alejandro. I'm an educator, a wife, a mom of three, and a devoted disciple of Jesus. And I have been where you are now. I remember being so excited to read my Bible every day but when the storms in my life came that affected both my motivation and my time, I just didn't know how to keep it up. As a result, I started reading my Bible less and even praying less and started slowly distancing myself from my Father in Heaven. So much so that I ended up leaving God and my church for four years, allowing sin to grow more and more in my life. We all have storms in our lives that test our faith, but they are also an opportunity the opportunity for you to beat the enemy at his game and to confidently recognize the lies from the truth. The enemy wants to bring you down, but when you root yourself in God's word, he never wins. I'm here to help you get back your passion for God's word and to teach you how to get deeper into your Bible even when you have limited time. Sister, it's time to reignite your faith in God, pursue your purpose of loving him first, and live with intention in the study of his word. So, are you ready? Then let's do this. Well, hello again, my beautiful sister, and welcome back to Driven in Her Purpose. I am Rosie. I'm your sister in Christ, and I am so, so very happy you can join me today. Oh, do I have a treat for you this month? Oh, my goodness. I'm super, super excited because it is February, and you know what that means? It is the month of love. <laughs> I don't know if you're into that kind of thing because... I know not everybody's into like the whole month of love or Valentine's Day or whatnot, you know, that's fine. I just love, I love any opportunity to like really focus on the topic of love. So I take February as the opportunity to focus on the topic of love because I love it so, so much. All right. So I'm going to actually focus on falling in love with the word of God. Yes, falling in love with the word of God, or if you have already been in the word of God for years, if you're somebody who's been a Christian and around for a while, so you're very familiar with the word of God, instead of falling in love, maybe I can help you refresh and renew and reignite and make even stronger <laughs> your love for the word of God. So who doesn't want that, right? I know for me, I have to work on this all the time because, hey, life has a lot of distractions, time is very short, and if we're not careful, we can easily fall into that trap of, oh, I don't have time for God. We don't really say that, right? But we actually don't get into our word as much as before, et cetera, et cetera. So you name it, you know you've been there. I've been there. We've all been there, okay? And if you're a brand new Christian and you haven't been there yet, trust me, you, are, you will be there. You will have the temptation of putting God's word 
the, your relationship with God before others. And of course, you don't want that because you can get into idolatry. Idolatry is not a good thing. It's horrible. It's a sin. So you want to be very careful not to fall into that. But I'm here to encourage you and help you with, uh, first of all, your mindset. So we're going to actually today dive into creating the right mindset, creating the right mindset or recreating uh, or refreshing the right mindset if you've been around for a while. So either creating the right mindset if you're a new Christian or if you're just someone seeking God or you're just learning about God, I want to help you create the right mindset. Um, in order to have a love for God's word. And then, of course, the idea would be, um, the goal would be to create a very good, sustainable and consistent Bible study routine, which is really what I want to help you with. But one step at a time, sisters. So today we're going to get into the right mindset. All right, I'm going to talk about three things that you should keep in mind um, before um, we get into the practicals okay um so there are three things you should be thinking about three essential uh steps i guess you can call it um in order to get into the right mindset okay so the first step that you should do to get into the right mindset of having a love for the word of god or reigniting a love for the word of god is know your priorities or learn your priorities if you're not sure yet so know your priorities or learn your priorities what are your priorities in your life so let's take this an example for a second here's the teacher in me talking right i like you know if you don't know me by now i am a middle school teacher i teach 13 and 14 year olds um different things skills and um, i'm a social studies teacher so i teach them content too but i love teaching them different skills and i love bringing out the teacher in me here on this show so uh, what do you mean, Rosie, by priorities? Okay, how do, what do you mean? Like, you may already know what I mean, but I'm going to break it down for you. So, when it comes to priorities in your life, obviously, like a priority, you probably know that it's whatever is more important, right? So, what is more important for you? So, you may have to choose, for example, if someone invites you to an event, let's say a party, they're having some kind of get together. Um, maybe it's not a birthday party, but it's like a nice little get together among friends, you know, and you're like, cool, I want to go to that, right? Who wouldn't? But you have deadlines, you have a bunch of stuff to do um, that weekend, and you have to get it done. Maybe it's not work, maybe it's other things, maybe um, somebody in your family, uh, there's a priority there, there's something happening with your family, that you need to pay attention more to them, because as you know, uh, we have to put our kids, for example, if it's your children, we have to really pay mind to our kids. And if there's a situation we have to uh, help them with before going out to have fun, we should probably get that done first. I mean, that's what God wants us to do. So you would probably have to choose, well, what's your priority, right? Is it my kids, um, the situation I have to help them with, or is it going out to have fun with friends? Um, well, as a mom, as a mom who loves their kids, you would probably automatically be like listen no that there's that's a no-brainer right i'm gonna help my kids first okay and if time permits and if i can i'll go and do the other thing but otherwise i'm not gonna kill myself over trying to get you know both things done so you have to prioritize so when i mean with knowing your priorities in terms of spiritually you have to know your priorities uh with your relationship with god 
the question is this, and I want you to be honest with yourself, okay? Do you have the conviction? Do you have the conviction, the deep belief, the true belief, something that no one can change, a conviction as to why you should study your Bible daily? Do you have that conviction? Why you should study your Bible daily? Where are you right now with that? Okay, so hold that thought if you are like, "Mm, (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't study my Bible every day. Uh, I used to. I don't anymore. Or I didn't even know you should do that. I don't know if you're maybe asking yourself that question. Um, I don't want you to feel bad right now. This is not, again, I never want you to, I'm not here to kill anybody out, okay? I don't, this is not my job, all right? If the word of God convicts you, let the word of God convict you, but I am not here to guilt you out with anything, okay? I do want to share a scripture that can help you get into that right mindset, but it is something that you need to spend time praying over, um, asking God uh, to help you search your heart with that, and really just asking him if it's not priority right now, say, okay, God, you know, go in prayer, even if you even if you have to do a fast, like whatever you have to do, okay, get into that like mindset of, okay, is my priority uh, to study my Bible daily? Is that a priority for me? And if it's not, spend time with God. Ask him to help you deepen that conviction in your heart. But I do want to give you a scripture to help you with that and to get you ready into that mindset, okay? And this scripture you may or may not be familiar with. I think you are. You probably are. It's found in 2 Timothy 3.16, and and it's really the scripture that helps us understand why scripture is even around and why we need it. So I'll read you two versions. I'll read you the NIV version, which is the one that I learned, and I usually usually read the NIV version, or the ESV. Lately, I've been learning the ESV version too. But the NIV version, and then I'll read the message version. Now, the message version, I don't read the message version often. Um, I am a little iffy about its interpretation on certain things, so I don't often read it, but I do get curious. So sometimes I'll look it up and see if it, if it's pretty, you know, well, uh, interpreted, so to speak. Um, so I like this one in particular, so I'll read you both. So the NIV version of 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped thoroughly equipped for every good work. Here is the message version. It says, there is nothing like the written word of God for showing you the way to salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Every part of scripture is God breathed and is useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way Through the word, we are put together and shaped for the tasks that God has for us. And that is the message version. And I'm telling you something, that's a pretty powerful message version because I was like, ooh, exposing our rebellion. Okay. All right. I'll I'll take that. Oh, my goodness. Right. Correcting our mistakes, training us to live in God's way. So hopefully you can dig into that scripture. Um maybe go back and really read that scripture, pray through that scripture, make it a conviction of yours, ask God to help you make it a conviction that your priority should be to have time in the word daily. Now with practicals, ladies, I want to tell you that that's coming. 
I'm going to give you practicals. Um, if you're picturing that you have to be, you know, putting on your reading glasses every day, sitting down with the big notebook, the pen, the, you know, you have an hour, you got to do this every day. You got to write notes. You got to highlight. You got to, uh-uh, take that image off your mind right now because that is not what I'm talking about, okay? Yeah, that's awesome if you could do that. And there is a time and place for that. Um, in the lives of a busy woman, there is a time and place. And I, I will tell you how you can incorporate that. But that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, so hold that thought because more episodes aren't coming on that on more practicals. All right. So the number two step is I want to actually give you a practical in your mind to start saying this thing to yourself. So I want you to replace. Okay, second step is I want you to replace. I don't have time because I know I've said it a million times. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. Instead of saying, I don't have time, say, it's not a priority. It's not a priority. So instead of saying, I don't have time, say, it's not a priority. Just, you know, I don't know if you've heard that before, but just even saying that, like, what an impact that is, right? Why should we say that, right? Because really, that's what you're saying. That's what we are saying. We're not saying I don't have time because we make time for what is important. I always have time for what's really important. Isn't that the truth, right? Now, of course, there are exceptions. If you're going through an illness in your life, you have obviously a debilitation. You have um, a very busy season where you're um, maybe, you know, doing something extremely challenging. Um, maybe you're spending some time a few weeks or something, a couple of months. There might be a transition you're going through, like you're having a, you had a baby, you just had a baby. So, you know, you have to transition with that, especially if you never had a baby before. And I'll tell you a story about how I, how I helped, how that, you know, I dealt with that when I had my third child, but of course it took some experience. Um, but yeah, like obviously there's some exceptions, but usually those are temporary and you can always find a way around it to like, make sure you have some time with God and you still prioritize time with God. I'm going to give you an example. So when I had my daughter, Kezia, and I want to encourage you sisters with this, especially those that just have, um, newborn babies or little babies. Um, when I had my daughter, um, I was breastfeeding for the first six or seven months. Um, you know, I was doing mostly breastfeeding. I was doing a lot of breastfeeding. I was also doing the bottle. That's another story. It was doing both. Um, but I had to actually uh, find a way to read. I wanted to read my Bible every day, but I'm like, I couldn't sit down, literally read it. Like, how do you do that? Right. When you, when you're breastfeeding, that's really difficult. And so what I did is I had actually, I didn't really love to use my phone for reading, reading my Bible most of the time, especially back then I like to use, um, my actual Bible, but I had to settle for my phone. Okay. Now, Nowadays, I use my phone more. So, but back then, I didn't really like to use my phone. <laughs> I don't know why. I like to use like the paper Bible. So, I just had to say, okay, I gotta have to use my phone because that's how I can hold it in one hand. All right. And so, what can I read? I was like, what can I read every day that's short, simple to the point, but that is convicting and like really deep. And I was like, you know what, Proverbs. And you know that if you if you heard a couple episodes ago, I'm reading the book of Proverbs and it's been going amazing. I'm almost done actually. Oh my goodness, sister. Anyway, I love reading the book of Proverbs. So what I did is I, I downloaded the Google um, Doc app on my phone. And what I did was I would copy and paste. I would read, I would copy and paste. Sometimes I'd actually just have the audio playing, but sometimes I would just read in one hand and I would actually highlight, like I would copy and paste onto the Word doc uh, with one hand, right? <laughs> um, the uh, the scriptures, the verses that stood out the most. Now you can do this with any 
anything in the Bible. It doesn't have to be a proverb. You can just highlight one verse and make that your focus, one or two verses, and make that your focus. Pray through that, read it again, think about how it applies to you. You can actually do the read method, R-E-A-D, um, the R-E-A-D. It's like, I say that, it's like you don't know how to spell read. But <laughs> the reason I spell it out is because if you haven't heard yet, I have a, a download, free download. Uh, it's called the Read Bible Study Guide and Journal. And um, it actually helps you go through these steps to help you get deeper into your word and even in less time. So if you haven't downloaded that, it is in the episode details. So make sure you get your hands on that. And you can actually do the read method without writing down anything in a journal. You can do it in your head too. You don't have to write down, but journaling is usually better, but it's fine. You could just go through your head with it because that's what I did. I would just copy and paste. I would go again and again and anyway, read verse by verse, pray through it. And then that was it, right? So I still have that. I still actually have that in my Word doc. Anyway, that's what I did to get around my busy time of my life when I just had my baby. So you can always find ways to, like little things. You can do the audio. You can listen to the um, to the Bible as you're, you know, taking care of your baby. Listen maybe two or three times because sometimes the first time isn't always the um, stick, you know. So there are ways around it. But the important thing is that you, instead of saying, again, that mindset of I don't have time, say it's not a priority. So try to start saying that even in other things in your life, I think that'll help you be practical. All right. If you're on my email list, um, I do send out monthly emails and um, you probably got my email um, with an, and I actually wrote an article as well on my website, drivingherpurpose.com, talking about this very topic of it's not a priority instead of I don't have time and some tips there that I gave you. So get on my email list. You can actually um, get on there just by downloading my my Bible study um, guide. Or if you don't, if you're like, oh, I already have, I don't really need the guide or whatever. That's fine. You can just shoot me an email at drivenherpurpose at gmail.com and reach out to me and I'll be happy to get you on my list so I can send you out those monthly newsletters and I make sure that I give you a lot of value in those. Well, I want to read you a scripture to encourage you um, to put, to make sure you put God, to put the Bible, the Word of God, as a priority. I found two scriptures. The first one is in Psalm 43, 8, and it says, Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. I love that scripture because it talks about the mornings the putting God, putting the word of God in the morning. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. Let, I I can go, listen, I can do a whole episode on this one verse, but I'm going to let you read, let that sink in. I'll read it again. It says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. Powerful. Love, 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 right? We're talking about February, month of love. For I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go. For to you, I entrust my life. That is talk about deep. Okay, go back to that scripture. Let that sink in. I'm challenging you because otherwise I'm going to take forever in this podcast and I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) Um, But that's an awesome deep scripture. Now, if you're like, but Rosie, I am not a morning person. I am more of an evening person or I, I have to kind of squeeze in the Bible in the day, in the daytime. That's fine. You, that's okay. I'm a morning person. I do it in the mornings. So I'm just going to encourage you with another scripture to at least pray to God in the morning. This one, is uh it says in the morning oh lord i you hear my voice in the morning i lay my request before you and wait in expectation Ooh, that is so good i love 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 that scripture love it um all right so i'm gonna give you the 
third step, all right, and we're going to conclude this episode here with the third step of making sure that getting into the mindset of prioritizing the word of God in your life, okay? So the third thing is I want to just encourage you with this, okay? The third step, realize and understand that the more you read the Bible, realize and understand that the more you read the Bible, the more you will love the author. I found that quote somewhere. I forget where. It's not from me. Someone else wrote it. The more you read the Bible, the more you love the author. Actually, it didn't even have, where I read it, it didn't have credit for anyone who wrote it, but it had in quotations. So I'm like, who do I credit? I don't know. But anyway, someone said that. The more you read the Bible, the more you'll love the author. It says, falling in love with God Falling in love with God, growing deeper in your love and appreciation for your creator. Okay, so you will fall in love with God. This is from me. So the quote was, the quote was, the more you read the Bible, the more you love the author. And for me, the way I saw that is if you you fall in love with God um, by growing deeper in your appreciation for God. It's like when you're getting to know someone um that you maybe might date or maybe think about if you're married you have your or you're with the love of your life <laughs> um think about how when you met them the more you actually um uh, spend time with them talk to them the more you fell in love with them right the more qualities you saw sure you probably see the bad things too in the human beings god there's you know god is perfect so you're not going to see bad qualities in god but you'll definitely see all the good ones so all good ones because god is good but think about that right so imagine we're human we're flawed and we fall in love with each other um, and then with God, he's not flawed. You're definitely going to fall into a deep love with him. So the more you read the Bible, the more you'll love the author, falling in love with God, growing deeper in your love and appreciation for your creator. So keep that in mind. Have that like, okay, if I read the Bible more often, I'm going to fall more in love with God and God already loves you, but it is us who need to fall more in love with him. And I want to leave you with this last scripture in Proverbs 30 verse five. And it says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Okay, sisters. So I pray that this encouraged you that these three steps, just thinking through these steps of getting the right mindset of prioritizing your reading of God's word. Um, hence, of course, enhancing your relationship with God to growing deeper and deeper. I pray that it helped you today and stay tuned because in the next few episodes, I'll be getting into some practicals. I'm super excited. Can't wait to share that with you. And to end the show, I want to read another review. And this one is by Sweetly Broken. And it says, this show is so needed. She gave me a five-star rating as well. And she says the following, I found this show exactly when I needed it. Life and new seasons of life have caused me to drift further and further away from God. This show is helping me get back to where I need to be in my walk with Christ. I am so thankful I found it. Wow, sweetly broken. Thank you so much for your review. I really appreciate that. And sister, if you haven't left a review yet, leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. You know, I'd love to uh, read it. It's super encouraging for me. And also, it helps the show be found by others as well. So the more reviews you put on there, it helps the show be found. And also, um, please, please, if this episode encouraged you and you know that there's a sister out there or someone who's trying to get to know God, maybe they're um, seeking God, 
to friend, family member, share this episode with them. Share these next few episodes with them because this is going to be so helpful to them. All right, sister, I love you so much and I will see you next week.